Hi, this is Kale Ward. This is Jessica Burton. Sam Haynes' secrets, something spooky, subsiding in spectral subterranean sins. Hmm, what's a Sam Haynes? That's the, the original name for Halloween. Oh, there you go. Some, some people pronounce it Samhain. Oh, hey, ask me what I learned this week. Uh, no, that's cheating. <laughs> it's because I learned that Samhain is a word for Halloween. Did you not know that? No. It's old Irish. Oh. Welcome to Gone Global, where we learn everything this, all the time. This whole... Because we don't know anything. This whole podcast is a celebration of education. Yeah. Every second we're learning. Exactly. So, did you learn anything this week? Oh, I was hoping to get to it before you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I bought the Untitled Goose Game. Oh, it's really good. It's so much fun. It's really good. I have yet to play a game where I feel so much satisfaction being just naughty. And not even in, like, uh, a grown-up way. Just, like... Naughty. Yeah, no, I... it, it stresses me out a little bit. Some spoilers for the Goose Game here, but there's like some of the characters get really upset and it stresses me out. Like the little boy who's really terrified of geese and then you have to lock him in a phone box. It's just tremendous. like, oh no. It is fun though. It's so much fun. So yeah, the point of the game is you're just this mean goose that goes around honking at people wah, and wah. stealing. That's not what a goose sounds like. Yeah, it is. Honk, honk. That like. <laughs> uh, but you just you steal their stuff and you you try and knock them over and I don't know I, I threw a bucket on a guy's head that was uh, that's probably you know that's probably not the most friendly thing I could do. You have to make a few of them fall over too. Yeah, it's not a violent game by any means, but now it sounds kind of violent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I learned how much fun it is being a naughty goose. Naughty goose. How about you? Uh, literally, the, the word for Halloween. I have had a week where there should have been answers, but there have not been answers. Didn't you? You took like a whole conflict I management did, thing. I did. I learned about conflict management for women in science. And that's just not doing anything for you here? Yeah, it is. But I mean... When I fight with you, I just hit you in the face, so. Well, of course. <laughs> so, no, it's fine. My favorite, my, well, okay, the more fun thing I learned was Samhain. And that's a cop-out, too. Why? Because you just learned that. Yeah, but I learned it. Uh, you can't invalidate cheap, it. Cheap, cheap. Yeah, that's me. That's not what a goose sounds like either. Um, so cheep, cheep. it's week two of our October Halloween spooky month. Spooky month. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week's theme is television. Yeah, I think you go first this week. I do, and I've made you go first for the past like three weeks. Yeah, I know. So it is definitely yeah. your turn. Um, so we watched. Well, let me preface this. We watched, last night, we watched the Beetlejuice film, directed by Tim Burton with Michael Keaton, Catherine O'Hara, Alec Baldwin, and Gina Davis. And? Winona Ryder. Yeah. I was, well, I was really hoping you wouldn't press me for any more, because I don't think I could name Yeah, no, I was, go- I was going for Winona Ryder. <laughs> and that inspired me to, wa- to re-watch 
Beetlejuice the animated series. Which I've never seen before. I was very surprised. Because mm. um, I do like Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is... A... Oh, I'm on two. I think we... Oh, he's here. Oh, oh. Okay, we, yeah, the guy, the film, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, one of my favorites to watch at Halloween. I do enjoy mm. it. But the animated series, I think, it, it's good for children, for sure. Yeah. But I found it incredibly boring. <laughs> yeah, we both got out our phones while we were watching it. To be fair, I was doing research while I was watching it. Sure. I was on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I did, I did like it. But another one of these things that we watch, and this was from 1989, it was... A bit dated. Well, I think the thing is, it's one of these um, just animated series that, you know, they were cranking out in the 80s and 90s that they don't really contribute to anything. It's just a animated series to make an animated series to get an, I- an IP that makes money. Yep. I'll tell you my one problem with it. Is that it made the guy, (laughs) BJ, no, that sounds worse. (laughs) It makes him into a friend character and that he now just lives in the house anyway and they have fun misadventures Mm. with the teenage girl. And in the movie, you know, he's a demon and he causes trouble, like... He's not someone you invite into your house and keep in your house and then have fun adventures with. Right. So I, so my experience with this show was I always saw the the animated series well before I ever saw the movie. Right. So when I saw the movie, I was actually pretty disappointed because I like the the version of the Beetleman in the animated series more than I do in the film and. Obviously, you're supposed to, mm-hmm. but it, it's a real letdown. Yeah, and I I do understand because it's an interesting character that you can do stuff with. Yeah, you, you, you know, I I do get it, but it, it was weird to me, especially with the way the movie ends, how he tries to marry Lydia, and it's a very creepy child bride situation. Exactly. Uh, and then I didn't I didn't know this until we rewatched it because it's been forever since I've seen it, but he calls her babes the whole time. Yep. Yep. And I just oh I that was real creepy to me, I tell you what. That that was my problem with it. Yeah. It wasn't bad in itself. If you but did, just that idea was like, ooh. Definitely definitely if you didn't know about that part of the film, it would be completely innocuous. Mm-hmm. I think. But, yeah, the film makes it, with that context, it, it, it makes it weird. Yeah. Uh, so we watched Halloween episode. It was a Halloween episode out of the first season. This might have been, like, episode five or something, I think. Um, Laugh of the Party. Mm. And it was the first Halloween special of the series. Did they do lots of them? I I imagine so cuz it's a Halloweeny thing. There were I think I read that there were a 100 episodes. Mm. So I imagine they did yeah. a couple. <laughs> <laughs> um basically 
Lydia decides to throw a Halloween party when she's challenged by her, I don't know, popular school rival. Mm-hmm. And her, Lydia's nerd friends want to come, but they're insulted by the popular girl. So Lydia decides to throw a party that's not going to be so great. So what the Beetle guy does is he he gets party people in a can and brings them to the party. But what, what Beetle Bob doesn't realize is... You can't pop the can on a full moon. On a full moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it it causes havoc. And the weird part for me was that happens at like minute eighteen of the movie, and then of the uh, show, and then they spend through the last three minutes of the show cleaning it up, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, pacing was off <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Well, I found it interesting that they didn't keep um, the the main characters of the movie, Barbara and yeah. Adam. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. What else? <laughs> you want to translate that for the people? No, they got it. Right. Um, yeah, it was it was a str- strange choice, I thought, but I I again I do get that Beetle. Oh boy, you are not good at coming up with uh, no, extra not. names I'm for this not. guy. I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to summon him, all right? Beetle George. Mm, Beetle George. Beetle John. Beetle Harry. Oh, I was going. I was going. I know what you I was doing. going for Beetles. The Beetle Beetles. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so funny if you hadn't interrupted me. Marriage. <laughs> anyway. Comedy. But the the fact that they didn't keep those characters, I can see why because he is more interesting. Well, and I think I think realistically those characters would have detracted from the yeah. the fun of the plot. Yeah, and I think it is fun. It's supposed to be for kids. Yeah. It's not the really scary stuff that's in the movie. You know, like their faces and stuff. When they turn their faces inside out. Yeah, they do they do a couple of like creepy things yeah but it's more in like that kid yeah 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 it's a timber and so it's that kind of style little kid funny scary things but it's Mm -hmm. not it's not over the top but the the tv show dumbs that down even further and makes it kind of just fun yeah which was cool it was fine um just a quick side note about those faces from the movie when they turn the faces inside out and put their eyes in their mouth and stuff. We saw an amazing kid cosplay at Amarillo Con. Do you mm, remember this? At Amacon, yeah. They these two kids, they probably were twelve, thirteen, yeah, maybe. They made those costumes themselves and it was so so, so good. good. I wonder if that's why I've been thinking about yeah, could be. that film. Because it was amazing and it was that one moment of the film but it's so recognizable and it was really well done mm. uh did you notice the um the this the tv commercial inside the um the animated series the cartoon yeah i was, was i was gonna ask you about that what what was that all about don't know so i think the idea is that in the in the film there are a lot of tv commercials for Beetle, Beetlejuice, Beetle Ringo. No. <laughs> uh, and he, you know, advertises his services, and and they're 
the it makes the the idea of death seem sort of uh, industrialized, commercialized. Yeah, yeah. So I I wonder if that's what they were playing on. Uh, but the specifically the the weird effects remind me of a show called uh, Reboot. Yes, you've told me about this a lot of times. Oof. It when I was growing up, Reboot was the show. Mm-hmm. I love that show more than I love Power Rangers. At the at the no time. possible lies at the time, uh, more than I love the Mystic Knights of Tirnanog, um, uh, Digimon, even even Batman. Mm-hmm. At the time, I've tried to watch it again recently, and it's whoa, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how all my TV things have backfired recently. So I get it. It's a it's a computer gen. It's very very early sort of computer generated 3D modeling that just has not aged well at all. And so this these commercials are are based with that technology whatever it is. And uh woof, it's something. Mm. What was your point about this again? I just wanted to see if you <laughs> took any special note of it. It's, oh. it's just weird. Oh. We were, no wait, we were talking about the adverts within the show. Yeah. And I I got lost. Sorry. I, that's all. I just, oh, okay. I just I wanted to point out the 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 style and the technology around. And it which was like reboot. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, I it's see. A, it's I see. an animation style very similar to reboot I that see. doesn't translate anymore. It doesn't it doesn't look good at all. No, it does not. It was weird. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It probably wasn't worth doing, but... No, it was fun. I, I mean, it was cool to see Beetleborg again. Beetlepole. <sighs> I hadn't got him in there. We needed four of them. He didn't. Yes. He didn't need to be in there. Yes. So, yeah. That was Beetlejuice. It was cool. Oh, wait, you cold? <laughs> it's me, Beetlejuice. <laughs> what, what are you guys doing? That's you're, really you're good. Doing, uh, Doing a podcast. <laughs> we get those downstairs. You know, the big downstairs, that's where we get those down there. That's really good. Oh, yeah. I'm a, they call me a voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my one, I had some difficulty finding Halloween episodes. I was going to ask. Because, and we'll talk about this next week in a bit more detail, but Halloween isn't such a big thing in the UK. It's kind of only come over fairly recently mm. that we celebrate it and that we do stuff for it. Um, so there's not a whole lot of TV mm. that has Halloween specials. Now, can I counter that? With the research and stuff I did last week, uh, I learned we learned about all the All Souls Night and the... Yeah, but that's like pagan traditions. In the 1800s? Yeah. Okay. In instead, and what I mean by it, in, instead of like commercialization, trick or treating, dressing up, it's more all, all Souls Night spooky stuff versus what we think of modern Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's okay. more spiritual. It's more you like candles to chase away dark spirits because the souls get let out on that night. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll talk about it next week. 
but but yeah so all the halloween specials are usually kids shows and seeing as my tv (laughs) for almost all of these episodes is really backfired that you do something dramatic and then i do something that's like for babies so i decided to veer away from the children's programs this time yeah we kind of went the opposite way yeah you went a bit more kitty with the animation Uh and i went for a grown-up show which is called one foot in the grave now this was it's not halloweeny as such but it's its overall theme is death so some of the episode tells you'll enjoy these are things such as alive and buried the big sleep In Luton Airport, no one can hear you scream. The Exterminating Angel, The Executioner's Song, and Tales of Terror. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty good, man. I really like those. You gotta, we gotta watch more of that show. I tell you what, come in here and watch one for the, I've I've leaned a little into Boomhauer. What's that? From King of the Hill. Oh. I got to tell you, oh, proper yeah, 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 yeah. Get a grumble, man. All you got to do is deepen your voice and slow your speech down just a little bit, and you got boom power and beetle. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Um, so, but the, the one that we watched was called The Wisdom of the Witch, which was the 1995 Christmas special. So, not exactly a Halloween special. Themed around a witch, sort mm-hmm. of. Mm hmm. I'll give it to you, but you're going to have to work yeah. real hard for it. Yep. Well, there was also spiders in it. <laughs> and, and murderers. And voodoo, I And guess. voodoo. I, uh, Unexpectedly, actually. I, so when you turned it on, I had a real hard time understanding what they were saying. Yeah, it was difficult. They were talking really fast. Okay, so it wasn't just me. Yeah, no, okay. it was. And I think the quality wasn't so great either. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it. But you you picked it up eventually. Eventually. Yeah. So, what's the premise of this show? It's just about a crotchety old guy and his his uh, well-meaning wife. Yes. And there. It is exactly about that. So the exact phrase I wrote down was, um, "It is about a curmudgeonly old guy, Victor, who constantly complains." much to the dismay of his long-suffering wife, Margaret, and his neighbours. Long-suffering, yeah, good word for me. The neighbours constantly catch him in compromising positions or situations and are convinced he's utterly insane, and they try their best to avoid him for most of the series, including, as we saw in this episode, they try and move away from the house because mm. they're so sick of it. Um, it starts with Victor being forced into early retirement, and he he kind of picks up odd jobs through the series and wonders what he'll do with his life now he's been forced into retirement. Okay. And I picked it because I thought you'd like it because it's about a grumpy old man and that's what you are. Interesting. Why would I want to watch a show about my daily life? <laughs> you laughed a couple of times. I did. That's fair. It, no, I did. It is funny, actually. I... Like we just said, like some of these things we pick, you watch them again, you're like, oh, this isn't good anymore. Like, I still laughed out loud. Well, it reminded me of a bit of like Everybody Loves Raymond or mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Only Fools and Horses. It's yes. Like, 
when as opposed to stuff like Beetlejuice or uh, your creepy uh, creepy puppet shows, Tough TV. Okay, they they tend to stand the test of time a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. In the case of like Mash, where you you know in America you can swing a dead cat and hit a a rerun. Mm-hmm. You can watch them at any time mm-hmm. and still find it funny. Yeah, I think so. And and one of the the things that sets one foot in the grave apart is its kind of dark twist on what a sitcom is. So it's you know it's a family sitcom of an old guy and his wife, but they do really really dark things with it. Um, and it's kind of this dark humor, like we saw at the end of this episode that his wife is sat by a grave and looking all sad and everything. Yeah, I, that caught me by surprise. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then she goes back and he's at home complaining still and she's like, oh, I've just been to see dad's grave and stuff. Yeah. And it's really good the way they do it. Um, do you want to know how it ends? The show? Yep. I guess so. So they even go as far as... To kill Victor in a hit-and-run accident. And the last episode is his wife trying to deal with that. And then she finds out it's her best friend that killed him. And they leave it open-ended as to whether Margaret goes and kills this woman for killing her husband. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's had complaints because one episode they found a dead cat in the freezer... Um, in one episode, a tortoise got burnt to death. A what? Tortoise. Okay. Um, so they had lots of complaints about people saying, you know, animal cruelty and blah, blah, blah. Um, but that, that was its spin on things. It's dark humor about things because the, the joke of the title is that now Victor has been forced into early retirement. He has one foot in the grave. Mm. So that's where the, the theme of death comes from, and they they make light of it in a serious way. Yeah. Um, but I remember that. So the it ran from 1990 to 2000. Um, the first five series were longer series, but still British series, so there were six episodes a series. And then the last five years were only Christmas specials. So that one that we watched was the 1995 Christmas special. Hmm. Um, So apparently, according to IMDb, there was a plan to to kill Victor quite a few times. Oh, I'm sure. They were going to kill him in that one that we watched, which is probably why they thought about the joke to, to put his grave, but it just turns out his dad has the same name and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I. What's funny is... The way the episode starts, it, it's a frame narrative around, as you said, the wife sitting at the graveyard writing this letter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you had said that it was a comedy, mm-hmm. but that the tone of that opening was so serious that I, I completely forgot. Yep. And then it goes right into the comedy. Yep. Like right after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where the witch part comes in, that the wife is at dinner with the husband and she's like, oh, I saw this witch the other day. And he's like, is that the one that sells me sugar? And she's like, yeah, 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 it's that one. And then 
she's like, oh, we said that I'd have a great long life, but you would be visited by the devil or something like that. Something like that, right? I I didn't catch. Oh, any you didn't of that. understand any of didn't that. Catch any of that? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, that's that was what they were talking about at the dinner table. Okay. While being interrupted by a loud American, which I thought was quite apt, so I like that. Oh, was he American? Yeah. Oh. Um. But so back to them killing him. So they wanted to do it in that episode, which was 1995. Then they wanted to do to kill Margaret in 1997. Hmm. And they were going to have her have a heart attack and have Victor deal with it. But they they couldn't do it. They couldn't bring themselves to do it until 2000, which was when they killed Victor. Hmm. And incidentally, there was a comic relief episode um, which in which he's back to his usual business. He's just complaining. He's, and, and his kind of thing, which is a very typical old man thing to do, is to can just complain at the air and his wife happens to be there i wouldn't know <laughs> sure you wouldn't um but so this comic relief episode after he died in the show has him just complaining and then at the end he's a ghost and his wife's like oh i miss him sometimes i can still feel him around because he's just complaining the way he usually would which i think is really clever um but i remember watching that christmas when he died it was and it was 2000 so i was nine Mm -hmm. and i vividly remember it because it was shocking Mm -hmm. it was horrible like i feel and i feel like it's interesting that they went that route instead of killing the wife because killing the wife and then having him deal with that would have been way too sad yep there would have been no there's no way they could have had, like, real audience sympathy, I think. Well, I'm not sure that's true. I, but the way they did it was really interesting. Yeah. That it was then Margaret's friend who'd done it. And it, it sort of implies that she wants to get revenge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When, you know, she's this sweet old lady that's been... I used the word long-suffering before because she's really lovely and really sweet mm-hmm. and she just listens to him complain. And then he dies and she's she is absolutely distraught and she, she wants to get back at the person that killed him. Mm. But it leaves it open-ended. Which, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's a really clever play on what sitcoms are. Mm. Um, and apparently, too, this is also according to IMDb trivia... Um, the way the sh- the episodes were written was in reverse to what usually happens. So the writer's room would think about the worst possible thing that could happen to Victor and the most ridiculous thing and then work backwards from the story. Oh, yeah, sure. So they'd get him into the compromising position and then work around it. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Um, so that was One Foot in the Grave. And one thing we didn't hear in this episode, actually, was his catchphrase which was when things go wrong he goes i don't believe it and that was kind of his thing to the point that the actor was so sick of it that he he won't say it for public appearances or anything um he'll only do it for charity and for a fee sure because he hates it that much (laughs) it's a pretty benign catchphrase (laughs) yeah it is but it's it's the way it was delivered i didn't do it very well 
Um, All right. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, I did. I don't think it's it, it, it's a very British sitcom. I think similar to Only Fools and Horses. Uh, it it has a, a very slow pace and dry humor. Yes. That I think it I think it, it, it does take a special type of humor to mm-hmm. really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, versus, you know, something like something like Beetle Andy, where, you <laughs> know, you you really uh you can just laugh at, you know, the sight gags and the you know the the little kid stuff yeah i i do i think we've talked about this before but i think british humor is dark and sarcastic well it's very sardonic yes yeah um which i appreciate yeah i i thought you would to be honest i i picked it with you in mind because i thought you might enjoy it is that how you pick all your stuff well everything's backfired and you've hated everything so i suppose so no is what you're saying so no but i i don't want to be mean either (laughs) i want you to get some enjoyment out of this because i don't do that for you at all (laughs) well surprise surprise (laughs) (laughs) and i've also hated everything you've done yeah so (laughs) so we're pretty even yeah i didn't hate beetle jess oh hey guys uh well we're well, I'm just gonna put in no. here for a second. What uh, what are you do? What are you doing next week? No. Yeah, you know, it's the big day, right? The big H. What you guys? Uh, what are you doing? The big H. What do you mean the big? You can't say that on this family <laughs> podcast. The big H. Where, what are you talking about? I'm a dead guy. Yeah, okay, put him away. Bill, just be on his beasters. Oh no! <laughs> okay, phew. Okay, you good? You need a minute? No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so next week. We are going to Disneyland in Paris. Thank you. Disneyland in Paris. And we will have an episode about that, but it will be, geez, it'll be November for you. So for you people listening, it'll be November 6th or 7th, right? No, we come back on Sunday, Saturday, so we can still record on Sunday. Yeah, but the episode doesn't come out until... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be the 6th. November 6th. Mm. So if you're you're still into the pumpkin spice mood and you want things just a little bit spooky... I do. I don't like scary. I like spooky. Gone Global is still here for you. Gone Global... Keeping it weird. Maybe. I don't know. Not so much. We'll, we'll work on it. Uh, we also, we would like to figure out a, a rating system for when we do episodes like these about, you know, whether we like something or not. Mm-hmm. So something, you know, something similar to, you know, oh, I liked it, so I'm going to fly first class for it. Or uh, I didn't like it, so I, it's going to go, I'm going to put it on the bus to Buffalo. Is that a middle ground Ferry to France? Yeah, boats are nice. Yeah, mid middle ground. It's not a flight, it's not a bus. Yeah, I, I don't know. And also, I realise the irony of me saying ferry to France when we live next to France. And nowhere near Via water. no water. 
Uh, so if you have any ideas, please feel free to write into the show uh, at goneglobalpod at gmail.com or let us know on Twitter at goneglobalpod. For now, can we use uh, a number and a Halloween theme such as galloping gargoyles out of summer? How many, how many, how many legless supermodels? Legless dead supermodels. Excuse me? From the movie. What? Beetle. Oh, oh, the woman in the waiting room. Fine, let me come up with something else. Nothing I do is good enough for you. How many candy cones? How many uh, toffee apples? Uh, I will give um, one foot in the grave. Out of how many? Ten. Out of ten? Mm-hmm. I'll give it a solid... You know what? I'll give it a five. Okay. I liked it well enough, but it's not something I'm going to go out of my way for. Okay. I'm interested. It was interesting enough for me that I am uh, glad I know about it. Mm-hmm. But it will have no impact on my day life yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, fair enough. How many... Giant spiders, will you give Beetlejuice? The animated series. The animated series. You were more harsh than I thought you would be. I was going to say five, but I think I liked it less than you like One Foot in the Grave. So I'm going to give it four giant spiders out of ten. Boy. Just the negative Nancy above podcasts is what we are. And this one wasn't so bad, but you... You went low, so I had to go low. <laughs> and, if that, and if that ain't comedy and podcasting, then what is? Will you tell the people where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jan91, J-I-A-N-91. You can find me in my work at Toto Into. That's, nope, that's incorrect. That's almost abjectly false. Uh, you can find me in my work at Kaleward.com. That's C-A-L-E-W-A-R-D.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Toto Into. That's T O T O I N T O W. And don't forget that I do a, a comic book news show with my good friends, the Comics Pals, uh, called the Comics Pals. And just a reminder, because we said it a few minutes ago, Gone Global is at Gone Global Pod on Twitter. You can email us at on Gmail at Gone Global Pod. At gmail.com. Nailed it. Hey. All right. See you next week for Spooks. Hey, you guys, you guys like the milk tray? No, don't ruin it. No. I'm going to, I'm going to put it in the candy box. I'm going to get some, I'm going to go up and raid your fridge. Hopefully there's some milk tray up there. And then I'm going to, I'm going to shove a pumpkin in my nose. (laughs) I'm Beetlejuice.